0: yeah let's get started man is there a theme song Uh, (laughs) oh no the theme song could just be me going
1: welcome welcome to avatar the first viewing a brand new podcast about avatar the last airbender the beloved show on nickelodeon which as of this time of recording has just recently come out on netflix and it is taking the world by storm i'm your host Eli, I have seen all of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra, and I've read some of the comics.
0: Hi, I'm Peter, and I've seen zero Avatar The Last Airbender, but I'm super excited to watch. Or The Legend of Korra. Or Legend of Korra. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Or anything. I've seen the opening sequence.
2: Hello, I'm Nikki. I've seen about half of the first season, but it's been split up over a lot of times, so I'm excited to restart with intention and (laughs) attention.
1: Nikki is our director. So whenever we miss something or we're going off topic, she will come in and say, hey, talk about this. You guys get, you guys are messing around too much. And also our fact checker. So we will ask her um, any, you know, how old is Sokka? she, we did this. She, you know, she's like, oh, he's 16. All of us went to NYU together. Uh, me and Nikki, we were dating. We met at NYU and we've all, actually all of us have moved to LA since then. Me and Peter were in the business school together and Nikki was in NYU Gallatin School of Individualized Study. And
0: Eli, what are you, uh, what are you doing in LA right now?
1: I am a video editor. Um, and because uh, you know, I've spent all my day chopping up video I figured why don't I try a podcast and what are you doing in LA
0: (laughs) so as we're both stuck at home during quarantine I'm watching a lot of Netflix a lot of Hulu I'm an ex-banker who left New York to work at Hulu doing content strategy type work Um, but I actually recently left too, but, uh, I love entertainment and media stuff from production to corporate strategy to just consuming the art of it. So I'm super excited to talk about Avatar as we watch each episode and Nikki. What are you doing in LA?
2: My name is Nikki. I am a third year medical student at USC. So I don't have a lot of time off, but when I do, it's definitely watching TV. So I'm excited.
1: One of the reasons that I wanted to make this podcast with Peter and Nikki is because I saw a tweet from one of my friends and it said something like Avatar The Last Airbender is the show that I wish I could just wipe from my memory so I could watch it again for the first time. So since we have two people in here that have (laughs) never seen the show I really hope that if you've seen if you're listening and you've seen the show before you can vicariously experience that first time viewing. So each episode we're going to be diving into one episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. You know if this thing really takes off which you know give us a rating on Apple iTunes uh, podcast app. Then hopefully we can move on to Legend of Korra afterwards, and then Netflix announced that they're going to be making a live-action version of Avatar: The Last Airbender sometime in the future. They announced this like at this point, like over a year ago, I think. And I've actually I've never seen the movie. You know, the there's a live-action movie. Oh no,
0: that'll be a that'll be a special episode. That'll be a special episode. Yeah, we
1: should, we'll save that one for later. I think that one covers season one. Yeah. So maybe once we finish season one, we can do that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peter, I want to know like right off the bat, what do you know about Avatar? What's your, have you seen any episodes or like, you know, the theme song? Yeah, yeah.
0: So by the time we're recording this, I've seen just the first episode. Okay. But I, my impression of the show is that it's a classic. It's one of the few American animations that is inspired by anime themes Yet, you know, rivals the quality of some of the best animes out there, if I may be so bold, is what I've heard. Um, so that's my impression going in, which is why I'm, you know, I have high expectations. And uh, based on the first episode, I think um, it's it's on a good path. And what do, you, what do you know about, like, the Avatar world? Tell me all of your knowledge up to this point. Yeah, generally, so there's, like, the, this bending of the four elements thing, which is very traditional, like, very Asian, like, Confucian themes. I understand that, like there's a Neo-esque like chosen one that gets like passed on from generation to generation mm-hmm. and that this ang kid with an arrow on his head for some reason is gonna have to somehow manifest that. Uh-huh. But meanwhile, uh, you know the the thing about amazing animes is that it also gives you an amazingly vast world and universe that develops with all these little you know nooks and crannies for factoids to nerd out about and side stories to obsess over things like that. So I imagine it's gonna be as immense as other. Universes that we fall in love with, like Harry Potter or Game of Thrones mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Anime inspired Western yep. work. Although some may
1: say it is anime, I will not debate that.
0: Yeah, that's a whole nother topic. It's, yeah, it's exactly. like you know, <laughs> what what happens when sparkling wine made outside of champagne is just as good kind of thing, you know?
1: Exactly. This brings us to the recap. So it's time for the first time watcher recap of episode one, titled The Boy in the Iceberg. Yep, yep. Peter. Why don't
0: you kick it off? Alright, alright, let's do it. Well, what happened? It starts out with a beautiful narration kind of setting the s- scene of the four elements, and that there's like the Fire Nation that took over, and there's this hero that's gonna save the world. Maybe. I'm very familiar with the uh the voice narrated uh, opener thing. Water. But I believe that Ang can, can save, save the world. world. Like I've 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 it's seen that sequence uh so many times, even without having really seen the show we find uh katara and what's his brother's name her brother's name Sokka. yeah we're, we're introduced to Sokka and katara uh, in a small water tribe that goes through icebergs one day gets their boat wrecked they're on an iceberg and they accidentally break an iceberg that has the avatar inside and they bring him back to the the ice tribe home saying that he's like an airbender meanwhile we see uh zuko in this like imperial looking fire nation ship on the search for the avatar and yes. this huge beam went up when the iceberg broke so he's like oh that's where it is oh, sky, beam.
1: sky beam equals important i've yes. known that by watching enough marvel movies
0: yes so he be like <laughs> he's like beelining towards that so that builds the tension the table is set We know that they found Aang. And there's so many questions about, like, what, why, like, oh, it is shown that he was flying with Appa, the flying bison, in the ocean and, like, got caught in a storm one day. Mm -hmm. But there's a Jumanji moment where he's like, (laughs) what year is it? Like, he doesn't understand (laughs) that it's been 100 years. (laughs) I love the moment
1: that he he realizes that he's 112 years old. He's like, oh, man, like, that's his reaction.
0: oh man and then
1: and then the the little smile he's like uh well at least i met you katara and then she gives him this smile
0: yeah it's It's just like what a sweet little boy it's such a wholesome show man good on nickelodeon for killing it and uh making it pg but still super engaging super entertaining
1: and it left on a cliffhanger at the end
0: Wait, what was the cliffhanger? I forget.
1: The cliffhanger is Zuko seeing them through the eyeglass and is like, "We found the Avatar," and he's oh, like, yeah. "He's very fast for a hundred twelve-year-old." Oh, and yeah, because like, he oh, saw him he hopping know. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but from yeah. afar, he can't tell. He's a little, little twelve-year-old boy. Little boy, little boy. boy yeah. Uh huh.
0: Next week, maybe, uh, maybe he catches him. Maybe he catches Who's to say? Who maybe he catches him? It's a super strong pilot. It sets up all the right like archetypes of a story of like a saga that you need you already understand there's a vast universe of lore that's going to be playing effect classic anime trope it introduces like the powers that be that are mystical to an extent yeah there's uh war of the kingdoms it's like the medieval feel i love like eastern medieval time period pieces Mm -hmm. so that's there yeah Yeah, like the chosen one kind of trope right yeah like Sokka is the classic Mm -hmm. like uh, he's a goofball co- Comic relief You know, he's the Brock Like Brock um, as
1: in from Pokemon From Pokemon, yep Right um, I've never You know, I've actually never seen Pokemon Or maybe I, I think I did a little bit when I was a kid was too early But fun story about fun, fun story about Pokemon I used to watch it when I was like yeah. I was eight years old And then my parents were like Hey, you can't You can't watch Pokemon And like we discourage you from Using the Pokemon cards Because we heard that there's evolution
0: Oh my god in Pokemon You were one of those children?
1: Yeah, and like I had to, I had the binder with all the cards, and they were like, "No, nope. get wrecked, get wrecked." <laughs> yeah, I got, I 500 got bucks on eBay. Wrecked. And also, when I was a kid, I like, I think something when, I, like, when I was growing up, I loved animation. Like, I was really into SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. But then. Uh, But for so long, I was like, I will not watch anime. And I considered this to be anime.
0: Oh. Uh,
1: Yeah. And so I did, I like refused, like, no, like, I don't know why everyone likes this show so much. Pokemon or Avatar? Both. Or, I mean, Pokemon, I had an initial reaction to, where, like, you know, that whole thing. But then with this show, it was like, I remember I had a friend that really liked it. He's like, dude, you really got to watch the show. And I'm like, no, that's anime. Anime is dumb. I don't like it. But then it really took until like my, I think it was my junior year of college. Yeah. That I, I this was the first, again, we already had that d- discussion. Maybe that's an, for another time. Yeah, 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 Whether this is anime or not. But this is the first one that I watched and I absolutely loved it. And then yep. I watched Legend of Korra right afterwards. Dude. Which is like the follow-up series. That to is this.
0: mind-blowing to me. That That like opens yeah. up a new world of like Eli for me because like <laughs> imagine <laughs> an Eli that's that like petty and like yeah not like i that is not you today at all i know so that's so interesting to me (laughs) yeah anyway we're getting a little sidetracked yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. back to to avatar
1: i wanted to bring it back to what you said initially you said you recognized the opening theme thing yeah but did you notice that this one was kind of like a longer version because this is like the like they had some extra stuff in there right
0: yeah yeah i think um my guess is that there's like that's like the first time i'm experiencing it it's like a narrative it was like a narrative tool, setting yeah. the scene, and then you know, obviously, they're not gonna play it over and over the rest of the series, but that's what yeah. I was familiar with because the first time she said it, she ends with like, "But I believe the Avatar is still out there," or like, can "I save be- the world." Yeah, yeah, the Avatar can save the world, not like Aang. Yeah. So I think the voice acting is very strong. Uh, from okay. the the water the waterbenders, Aang, Zuko. I love Zuko's uncle's voice, um, Iroh. Right, Uncle Iroh. Iroh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Aang's Aang sounds super young. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's kind of like You're when not you go. Into it so far? Yeah, it's kind of like when you go back and watch first episodes of Adventure Time. Like Finn's voice is super uh, young.
1: Oh, see, I haven't really seen that one that much either. So yeah, and then yeah. his
0: voice kind of grows into the role. So I'm I'm curious if that's kind of what happens to Ang as a voice well, actor and a character.
1: Well, I can actually tell you right off the bat. Um, and yeah. this is kind of like a a good point to jump into like the other things I want to talk about. Yeah. This. Like, his voice and his character that they're setting up in this episode um, is really laying the foundation of, like, who he is as a character. So I want to know, like, what's your—how would you describe him so far?
0: Quick note that this might be biased by a couple random episodes I've seen in the future. Okay. But—because cause I basically do know that, like, he—there's, like, a lineage, and, like, being the Avatar is something that's passed down from, like, Avatar yeah. to Avatar, so I, I do know that. But— Fr- even just from the acting I think I can tell that this is a boy that is too young and wants to play and wants to do other shit but yeah. he's overly like he's doing that also to distract himself from like the guilt of shirking oh, dude, you're somethings.
1: like 100% spot on in this character that yeah. is some insight right there
0: yeah yeah like do you want to go penguin sledding with me yeah like, exactly it, the fact that that's the first yeah. thing that came out of his head I think like speaks to like super innocent uh, mm-hmm. super joyous has the yeah. weight of the world on his shoulders and it doesn't have the courage to carry the load uh, yet. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah,
1: you yeah. you are pretty much, that is some excellent analysis right there. Cause <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now, that's exactly what season one is. Mm. Well, I mean kind of the whole series, but his, his arc, which uh, me and Nikki actually watched, uh, I think it was episode 12 yeah. a couple of nights ago. Um, and they kind of deal with that in that episode, like that exact, his arc. This actually is a great segue to bring us to our next section if you had to write a freshman year college essay on this episode what would your bogus thesis be yep, yep. my theory is that season one and especially this episode katara is the main character and not Aang. wow because for right from the start like from the opening you know that where the the, yeah. the theme song thing she's narrating it and she's telling you her point of view on everything right and the journey that they're about to go on... I mean, we only watched the first episode, so we don't... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really yeah. know, but I can just tell you what happens throughout the whole season. It's this kind of their journey from going to the Southern Water Tribe to the Northern Water Tribe. And they touched on that when they are like, oh, so where's the other firebenders? Or sorry, where's the other waterbenders? Oh, I'm the only one here, but I want to learn more. And they're all up at the North the yeah, 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 Water yeah. Tribe. I think it's more her journey to learn more about waterbending. And she really does um, right. throughout the show. It's so weird to go back after seeing like the last episode. Um, yeah. It's really testament uh, testament to how much their powers grow throughout the whole series because, like, she's a you know at the end of the end of it, like, I mean, this with a lot of animes, complete master at whatever she does. And same yep. with Aang and, like, all everyone else that surrounds them. Oh, that's so cool. Or the main characters. Spoilers, bro. But in this one, she, like, barely even knows how to water bend. She just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. happens. Like, her... She, she can like make, like, water jiggle It was accidental. Yep, you know, yep.
0: I mean, I buy it. I think um I can tell she's already, like... I would certainly say she was the main character of the first episode. Um, yeah. You know, she's narrating things. Like, you see things from her POV a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a very everyman-y. Common
1: person. You know, she just... Well, she's a waterbender among a tribe of non-waterbenders because right, right, apparently right. all of them have left. And this is kind of um, after watching this episode, it has brought back questions that I had that I thought would have got resolved, but and huh. I can't remember if they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. one of my main That's questions. That's why you got to like, watch it. Yeah, exactly. I, one of my questions when I, I watched the first time, and I still have the same question: is where the hell is everyone else? I, apparently, there's only two water tribes the way they talk about it there's one in the south pole and then there's one in the north pole which you see like later on the season in the south pole there's literally like 10 people yeah like i don't i don't understand how that's enough it seems like everyone in the world knows oh yeah there's the southern water tribe it's only 10 people like i don't understand
0: yeah i mean i think my my read on it was just like hardship like a, a, sen- a century of hardship slash like yeah. literal like human versions of like extinction um slash like the timelines are a bit off but there's definitely like eastern theme archetypes right like the fire okay. nation is very uh, imperialistic there's a lot of japanese imagery the same way you say german imagery in star wars like it's,
1: they're also the industrialized nation, yeah 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 you know? Yeah, exactly the metal ships Yep. Steam powered
0: the airbenders, you know, that's very like monastic, that's like Nepali yeah. Himalayas, like that vibe. Earth tribe, yeah. I'm actually very unfamiliar with, and then um, the earth kingdom, the earth kingdom, and then water yeah. kingdom, like it, it seems like they're you know meant to be more like the Alaska, like those kind of nomadic the In- Inuit people, yeah, yeah, right? yeah.
1: Although their art form or their water bending technique is modeled after Tai Chi, and so yeah. that wouldn't necessarily line up, that's maybe, true. maybe more like I don't know, like Siberian, I don't. Really yeah, know. maybe. But <laughs> the yeah. equivalent would be. That's true. It is very, um,
0: it is very tai chi. But also, like, it is. I mean, you know, yeah. maybe they just blended concepts because it's an American show. They, I don't well, know.
1: They, um, all of the types of bending come from a certain type of martial arts. Mm. Um, and like tai chi is the only one that I know. Then, like, because I'm familiar with that one too, and that's yeah. definitely what they. Based water bending off of when they're like oh for sure the show, even the the, the
0: body animations it's clear yeah yeah
1: but fi- I mean it's the same with all the other fire bending earth bending air bending it's, uh, it ties to a specific type of martial art and I that's unfortunately I don't have any of the names of them on the top yeah yeah
0: uh, oh my god ow, ow. ow. <laughs> oh my.
1: what does this fa- sound Eli is it a fact check Nikki. it's the
0: fact check siren
2: time for fact check.
1: We're about to be fact-checked by our own Nikki, who is going to correct my statement, maybe.
0: What's a Tai Chi? (laughs) It's my favorite type of boba. I'm going to make a wild guess. Maybe like uh, airbending is like wushu type stuff. Okay. I would say earthbending is probably Kung Fu. Firebending is probably Karate. And I think you're right that waterbending is probably Tai Chi, yeah.
2: So waterbenders are Tai Chi. Earthbenders are Kung Fu for the most part. Okay, it says... It's a different kind of Kung Fu, Northern Shaolin Kung Fu. Okay. <laughs> earthbenders would be Hung Ga Kung Fu. Okay. And then airbenders are, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but Ba Zhang.:
1: I have no idea. <laughs> In way, what is that, Baguan Like, where does that come from?
2: It just says this is from the mountains of rural China during the early 19th century, from okay. Taoist and Buddhist masters. That
0: makes sense. I haven't done any research on the creators of this and I'm really excited to do that like a little bit down the road after I get a sense of them a bit. Well, I think they're both white guys. Yeah, but they're clearly fans and like like appreciators and aficionados of like anime. It's very impressive how not derivative it feels. This brings us to our next section. Predictions. (laughs) Predictions.
1: Peter, what are your predictions on what's to come? Well,
0: the North Pole thing was a, you know, mm-hmm. and if if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, I can see there's so much, like, teenage angst in Zuko. <laughs> I predict there's going to be, like, a Team Rocket vibe of, like, him always kind of catching them, but, like, basically yeah. somehow not as they go to the North Pole or something. Yeah, Um, what do you
1: see, like, the trajectory, long-term trajectory of his character?
0: Of Zuko? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe kind of like, what is the newest Skywalker? Like Kylo Ren? Yeah, kind of like a Kylo Ren vibe, maybe. He's clearly, like, has daddy issues. Yeah. and like needs to prove something uh, by okay. doing this, but like I have enough face in this show that they're not gonna make the first bad guy like so two dimensional, right. you know. So and then maybe what like do you think a, about Iroh. Which one's Iroh? His
1: uncle, Uncle Iroh.
0: Oh, uh, Uncle Iroh. I don't know. I think he's there to kind of like ease the tension of like the angst of that guy and provide comic relief. I I don't necessarily think he has to become like a major like big character but maybe okay. he does. Yeah, I could see it going either way where he could and remain then, two-dimensional, kind of.
1: And then, yeah, I, I really also want to get your perspective on all the other characters. So how do you see Sokka progressing?
0: Yeah, well, so- Sokka's a doofus. I think I think he's probably going to be useless in terms of, like, battles and, like, okay. wisdom and help and shit. He's, I think he's mostly there as a plot device, comic relief thing, and then they'll okay. th- throw him a bone in terms of, like, some sort of narrative development. Yeah. I it's think funny
1: because it, I can think of el- I can think of episodes yeah. where they're doing this in the future. And
0: he's like super useful give, or super useless? <laughs> well, I don't
1: want to give I really yeah. I already gave a little bit away by saying yeah. they're gonna go to the North Pole. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but I don't throughout this whole podcast I really don't want to be giving things stuff away.
0: Honestly. Yeah, dude, I'm blessed. Yeah. This is one of those gems that like I'm I'm gonna savor eating so much. <laughs> Because like I, I knew I would love this and yeah. I'll, I'll try to be a little bit more balanced as kind of we go on in terms of my like critiques and like feedback. But like I, I'm coming in already so ready to like fall in love with the show. Yeah. Because I, okay. I, I have like heard so many good things about it from people that I just like respect the opinions of. Yeah. Um. Okay.
1: And then continuing where we left off, Katara, yeah. where do you see her? I kind of told you about her progression, but, a yeah, little yeah, bit, yeah, but yeah. what else do you, what? I mean, that's just about her powers, but like, What else do you see through her?
0: Um, I don't know because like I don't, I don't see her having like a boy near like a like a romance narrative. Okay. I I think it's a, it's a wholesome ass show, so I don't think there's gonna be any tension like like romantic tension between her and Aang. Okay. Um, um, but uh, no, I don't think so. Um, maybe some like random side character down the road. Personality-wise, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, I think she's still young. Like she's mature for her age, but still very young. She's like... supposed to
1: be, I think, fifteen at this point. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's sirens. There's oh my god, what's what is going it? on? What is is that? it a fact check?
2: Time for a fact check. Aang is twelve, like we said. Um, I actually didn't realize this, but Sokka is older than Katara. Yeah. So he's yeah. supposed to be fifteen or sixteen and she's okay. fourteen.
1: And then how old is Zuko at this point? Probably like
2: oh,
0: fifteen like sixteen. See.
2: He is sixteen.
0: Okay, same as
1: Sokka.
2: Right.
0: And Peter, what were you saying about Katara? You know, it's like a big deal to take on the world when all your life your world was like 20 people in your tribe and like just right. like a mile radius of snow you know I don't know I don't really have that many theories about her I'm excited to just kind of okay. let it unfold I think um she's gonna mature a lot and like develop a lot of self confidence and like coming of right. age and you know she's ultimately gonna be like the key to unlocking Angs whatever whatever the key ways. so say that again like Harry Potter's a dumbass and wouldn't have okay. been able to accomplish shit without Hermione kinda right and and Ron so I think like you know, she's gonna be the key to unlocking Ang's like super ultimate final <laughs> form potential or something. You know. Okay.
1: Um, Somehow, some emotional way. That's what sh- that's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, or like, or like. She teaches him, or what do you think? She like um she teaches him. What do you know? Wait, what? Well, no, no. I mean, like, cause she's a
1: waterbender. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. this point, Ang only knows airbending.
0: Right, right, but he's supposed to know everything because he's the Avatar. He's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, and yeah, he's
1: he's currently currently he's hiding that from them.
0: Right, because of his guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like super it's super intuitive that like she will teach him waterbending because she's gonna accidentally pick it up in her excursions and like oh right. she got surprise attacked and accidentally splashed people with what like kind of like the yeah. iceberg incident and then she's gonna teach Aang probably oh and they're probably gonna go try and find an earthbender to teach him and then a firebender right. that they can turn to teach him alright you're connecting a couple so, of dots for me okay so yeah, alright th- alright
1: who do you think it's gonna be who's gonna be the fu- earthbender who's gonna be the firebender if that happens
0: yeah earthbenders I, I just have no knowledge about earthbenders cause um, yeah they're not in the story yet no earthbenders yeah. I, I just yeah. have no idea so who knows yeah. i bet it's someone fucking weird like like really okay. k- kooky or like like oh, a yeah. like a rafiki or a yoda somewhere okay you know all right i'm pulling in a lot of different content today because it is such that's an art
1: that's not a bad guess actually yeah I, i'm but, thinking of one character right yeah now and
0: that's not a bad guess i don't know i i think it's really easy to compare tropes in um avatar with like disney movies like the you know the struggle between good and evil like it's like that stuff so i think that's why i'm pulling in those analogies i mean i I could totally see an earthbender being someone a little bit more out there because Katara's in the main group the firebender Uh is already edgy because they're like the imperialist whatever right yeah they're they're the bad guys so Yeah, yeah yeah inherently yeah and
1: you know and you know their their element is fire so you know they're hotheads yeah to begin with but my question but comes then is, within.
0: my question then is airbending like it's not like Ang. i don't think ang is like supposedly a master of this like he was a kid when he got frozen right right but he he seems he seems talented so far you think yeah he seems pretty i mean compared right. to like what katara knows about waterbending bal- waterbending right like he's like yeah like flying around and like shit like that yeah. so
1: and now it's time for favorite scenes yep, yep. no what's your favorite scene in this episode
0: the penguin sledding I thought that was The penguin sledding I think that was just delightful I think there was no <laughs> plot reason to do it other than to get you back into the like childhood wonderment and just uh-huh. to feel their joy of it and to start to like fall in love with their characters more that it was just super cute oh and the penguins were like w- these weird like sci-fi penguins I think
1: they had four arms yeah 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 and they... I thought
0: that was really cool too that was a cool touch
1: they I love it they never really explain why this is the case because they're kind of like on a parallel earth right yeah parallel yep. planet yeah But they later on you'll find out why the animals are a little weird.
0: (laughs) Oh, is this some adventure time radioactive stuff?
1: No, it's really for it's not really for any reason. It's just yeah. That's
0: funny. Is this It'll the quirk to of the out. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, uh, my favorite scene. I really like the scene where Iroh is explaining firebending to Zuko, and he's saying, "Oh, like it, like you're, oh. you're wrong. You're hot-headed. It comes from within." And he shows, like, like I'm just totally with him in that moment. He's like, "It's through your breath. Boom! Firebending." And he like does it right in, his, in Zuko's face. And yeah, You kind of get, yeah, yeah. get a, a better sense of their relationship in that moment.
0: Yep, yep. Where he's like, he definitely has substance, even though he like usually is like a easygoing grandpa.
1: Yeah, before uh, up until that point, he was just like yo chill bro but like yeah, he yeah. actually knows his shit you know that
0: now it's time for
1: critiques peter what didn't you like about episode one yep, yep. yeah what
0: didn't i like hmm i think the i don't know yet but i think ang's voice and ang's just like mannerism might get a bit old okay right. um kind of like an anime when the main character is too over the top with like
1: i'm gonna be the best and defend my <laughs> friends like yeah that's the, kind of, kind of th- how um What's his name? Gone. is kind of like that, but it's endearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, f- I think so. I, think I, f- th- I feel like those characters eventually dawn on you if they do them right. And I think they do it yes. right. So I hope you feel the same way. Yeah. Because that would yeah. be insufferable to watch the main character be annoying the whole time.
0: I, I will say he's my, like, I, it's not like I dislike him, but yeah. I like so- all the other characters already pretty passionately.
1: He does come off kind of punk ass kid in this episode because they're really trying to play up his childishness in episode one. What about you? I think I already touched on mine but it was just that moment when they asked him like the when they told him, he's like I'm 112 years old and he sits down for a second and he's just over it <laughs> right after
0: that that's hilarious yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel that I feel that
1: did you listen to the credits on this Netflix I Netflix always skips the credits like as soon as no. you does like, boom should I listen episode, to it you have to listen to the song at the credits it's, it's fucking intense that sounds it's great, great. <laughs> I'll listen to it next and time and for no reason it's like a, the background is really chill. It's like just going through the mountains. But then all of a sudden, this is just, it's like almost like a a cappella, but it's all voices. Nice. I don't know why I said that. A cappella. <laughs> um, <but it's> <laughs> That's how the, the credits are. You have to watch it. I feel like that sounds amazing. people are missing it. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, Just like for a few seconds. It's just a little yeah, fun. Man. Do a little dance, and then you're done. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Peace. Thanks
2: to Zip Recruiter. Zip. And thanks underwear
1: thanks uh me undies me undies that's that's the one yes just want to shout them out uh yes thank you for your sponsorship Um, they don't want it they don't want it thank (laughs) you for believing in us someday we'll have over five listeners but for now we are indebted to you me thank you everyone else all all you out there listening all two of you listening thank you for going through the whole thing yeah um yes but you know you you guys know the drill we'll beat him one day um (laughs) y'all know the drill like and subscribe i don't know the equivalent to subscribe on podcasts, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That would really help us out. Um, Get the word out, you know, as people are listening and watching now on Netflix. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace out, Peter.
0: Peace out.